Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Everybody, welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone show. I am your co-host, who's all flustered and com- discombobulated, uh, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with my great friend, who's very patient towards it, <laughs> Mr. Mike Shakes. Mike, say hey to everybody. <laughs> Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. Let's try to get through this one now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I agree. Hey, you know, life happens and it's a conversation. Mike and I get together. We talk all all things geekdom and just have a great time. And this is just all part of it. So I'm just going to keep moving forward, my friend. All right. Now, we are talking today about The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 2. Uh, we're doing a review on that. And um, as we normally do, we do just a real quick give our ratings and um, what we liked about it, or just a little brief review, non-spoilers. Then we move into spoilers, give our little spoiler warning, and then we'll we'll have that discussion. So, uh, Mike, do you want to go first this time uh, in regards to uh, in uh, about this episode? I, I love. I know you love Boba Fett, so I'm like, ah, honor should be for you to go first. I love this episode. Um- I really enjoyed the first episode and I actually, Mm -hmm. I've watched the episode twice. Um, and I watched, uh, one and two back to back the first time I watched it. Um, it really does feel like this should have been one big episode. This is, you know, we had like part one and part two. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. You know, that's just how Disney decided to, uh, uh, divide it up. That's fine. Whatever. Um, but I think it would have been cool to have them both together would have been nice. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this episode. There were a lot of good insight into the Tusken Raiders. And I'll try not to give too many spoilers yet because I, I know we like to go spoiler-free in the first moments of the podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. a lot of good moments of learning about the Tusken Raiders, learning about yeah. their society, uh, things that we'd never seen before I thought was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. learned a lot about the gaffy stick. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, learned a little bit about Boba Fett. I mean, not a whole lot, but, you know, learned about him and his new role, I should say. Uh, mm-hmm. Saw some aspects of that and what's going on and where this is possibly heading to. And saw a nice little reveal of some new characters that was uh, very fun. So yeah, yeah, overall, I really, really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was great. Um, mm-hmm. And and for our rating, I think we're gonna go gaffy sticks on this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We yeah, gotta go gaffy sticks. Oh, and and that's another thing. So uh, if you guys have been listening to us for the last year, you know that I am a uh, vintage, cl- uh, vintage uh, action figure collector. And I love the vintage action figures. And I got a feeling after this episode, the price on Gaffy Sticks, original Gaffy Sticks, is about to skyrocket. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because I think everybody's going to be looking for them after this episode. (laughs) Yep. Anyway. I agree. I agree. Oh, my goodness. So how many many Gaffy Sticks did you give this? I will give it four and a half Gaffy Sticks. Maybe four and three quarters. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. Here you go, everybody. Now, who's the guy who said last week, you know, I really think they should have released two episodes. Yep. You did. And and absolutely they should have at once because you were right. The episode one and two seem more cohesive together for a beginning story. Um, You know, I struggled with episode one a little bit, um, but episode this second episode, oh, five out of five gaffy sticks. Nice, for me. nice. Five out of five. Um, you know, nothing's perfect, but right. I loved it. I wanted to see it a second time. I did see it a second time. Um, 
uh, I thought, I, you know, I set it up to like, oh, I'll watch one and two together. Mike did that. I'll watch one and two. I'm like, I started episode one. I said, uh-uh, I'm not going to watch this one again, but I want to watch the second one again. <laughs> and so I just said, ah, forget it. I'll just watch the second one. Um, there are incredible Easter eggs in this one. In this episode, the story was great. We got a fun train heist. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a great story. It was great fun. Um, it was heartfelt. Um, this this episode was so good. I was like, gosh, I wish this was the first one. And the number one and two should have been one big opening movie, for lack of a better term, to start off the series. Um, this was fabulous. I, I love learning about the Tuscan Raiders, getting more info. There's a, there's a great Easter egg um, in there as well later on. I don't want to spoil anything yet. Um that I didn't know, but we're friends with someone on Facebook who's been on the show who <laughs> gave a, a great thing. So we'll get into that. And I'm so pumped to talk about that. Okay. Um, so the it's uh, for me, this was outstanding. I, you know, here's the thing. I would go back and watch it a third time. Now that's a big deal for me because y you know, I don't have a whole lot of time. So I have to be very picky about what I watch and why I watch it. Yeah. But this but, is Boba Fett, I, man. This is Boba Fett in this. Well, after the first episode, I was like, well, okay, it was good. I enjoyed it. You know, that's fine. But this one, I was, I have to watch it again. Absolutely have to watch this again. Um, I, I just so jam packed with information, with world building, with characters and tribes and societies. Like you said earlier, this is just fabulous. It was a great episode. Five out of five for me. Nice. Hands nice. down. Well, I didn't want to give it a five because just because we, you know, we said we don't like to hand out fives, you know, for a lot. And, and again, as much as I love Boba Fett and I love this episode, it's still not perfect, you know. Um, but, man, it was so much fun. It was a so so good right. of an episode. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, this is a must-see for me. Agreed. You know, and it just really was. So, all right. So, our, ooh, ooh, we got to go through spoilerific territory here. All right. Um, all right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right. Here's the spoiler alert. <laughs> We're hitting spoilers, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to put it spoiler talk happening now. All right. We're talking spoilers, everybody. Okay. So when it opens up, you know, you see Fennec uh, walking that guy, you know, the, you know, their prisoner. You uh -huh. know, the I'm going. Now, one, how long of a walk is that? Did you really walk that whole way? You know, that's well, my brain. It, it doesn't matter. You you had to get that shot of the giant door to mm. Jabba's, Jabba's palace. Because, you know, George Lucas loves that door. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, he made it pretty big in the original cut of Return of the Jedi. And then yeah. when when he did the uh, special edition Return of the Jedi, we we got to make it bigger. I love that door. <laughs> we got to make the door bigger. I want a big door. So, uh, <laughs> right? It's got to be giant. You know, Bo Jab Jabba, Jabba, Jabba. He's huge, and we got to have a big door for him. <laughs> right. Anyway. Right. Well, um, it was good. It was iconic because it did take me back to Return of the Jedi. And I get the whole yeah. thing with him walking outside so you could see the whole, you know, monastery, ex Jabba, ex monastery, ex Jabba's palace. You know, now um, I can't wait to see this parking spot for the slave one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm waiting for that, man. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> uh, mm hmm. So the um, we get in there. He and then so they try to interrogate the prisoner, and you find out he's an assassin from the Order of the uh, Northwind. I can't remember all of a sudden. Yeah, I forgot the name of the the order. Um, and it was new to Star Wars. This was some. There was a few new things that were uh, created in this uh, episode. Not that not that that's a problem. I mean, I, I have no issue with them creating new things because um, they all sounded very Star Warsy. 
mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. this new order is something brand new. I don't think it's been in the comic books or anywhere. So it was brand new to Book of Boba Fett, which again, right. that's fine. No problem. Well, I, I, I like it. it. Here's the thing I like about it is, you know, we're getting a, a, a bigger look into the underground world. Right, right. And and I was totally okay with oh you know a guild of assassins very I, cool I know. like Fennec Shan when she goes you're paying for the name <laughs> yeah <laughs> right <laughs> I was like you know what that's kind of like our own world you're paying for the name right <laughs> that was I like Fennec Shan she's great she's been an awesome addition to the show she an incredible addition to the show yeah so I can't so. Believe- Go ahead. She's like she's like in her later fifties. Yeah, I know. I know. She doesn't even look it. No, I mean it's just like she doesn't like, at all. Man, right? Uh, I ne- I need to start working out a whole lot more. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna look as good as her. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so, so they they've got the so they've got this assassin guy. Oh, he's never gonna talk, and then. <laughs> then you find out where the secret button is. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, when when they were trying to get him to talk, I loved it when he spoke Hatties. That was yes. awesome. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, what did he say? He's, uh, the phrase he said, he, Jabba has said before, and I was like, oh, that was great. I loved it. So, uh, yeah, and, and, and the fact that a human was speaking Hatties, that just, yeah, that blew my mind. I mm-hmm. loved it. Fantastic. And I liked how he said, you know, we saved your life and you curse me. Right. You know, kind of saying, <laughs> right. Like, oh, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, and then so- we get the moment, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. which is so funny. Cause like you said, we find out where the secret switch is for the, uh, uh, release of the, the, uh, trap door. Secret, secret hatch trap door. Yeah, right. Right. For, for the Salic pit or not the Salic pit for the, uh, Rancor pit. Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, okay. So there was part of me that went, yeah, we're going to see the rancor. And then <laughs> when he falls and then the giant door opens and there's nothing there. And I went, oh yeah, that's right. The rancor is dead. Right. <laughs> but it, it still made for a great moment, even though there was a slight letdown for me. Cause you know, I wanted to see that rancor eat him. <laughs> <laughs> right, kind of like we saw the Rancor eat the Gamorrean guard in the original Return of the Jedi, but mm-hmm. but then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well they're staying consistent. You know, the Luke killed the Rancor, and uh, somebody else was saying online that it just goes to show you that Rancors are not an easy thing to come by. You know, they're they're not uh, they're not um, of Tatooine. They have to bring them in from another planet. Which we saw that mm-hmm. in in uh, uh, Bad Batch, <clears throat> we, we saw that in Bad, Bad Batch. Batch. Okay, yes, that's right. That's um, right. So anyway, uh, I think that works well with the story, and it it, it was so funny because that guy was crapping his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> He was like, the mayor, the mayor said me. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yep. So then they go see the mayor. Well, we got to go take a trip to see the mayor now. So they go see the mayor. And uh, I love how they're walking through the city and you see all the Trandoshans. Yeah. If um, we do not get Bosk, I am going to be pissed off. <laughs> I think it's all a setup. It's all a setup. It We've better gotta be. be a setup. I mean, there. It's got to be. When did so many Trandoshans get on on Tatooine, man? I mean, how many right? times have we been to Tatooine over forty <laughs> years of Star Wars? Okay, right. I mean, we start Star Wars on Tatooine, and then we go right. back to Tatooine in Return of the Jedi, and we're at Tat. We go to Tatooine during the prequels, you know, um, and I'm pretty sure we've been to Tatooine during clone wars and you know i don't know if we went to it. i don't think we went to it in rebels i think they stayed away from it in rebels and of course the new new movies they decided to make a new uh sand planet jakku um mm-hmm. instead of going back to tatooine but anyway we've been to tatooine so many times 
And not once have we seen a Trandoshan. In two episodes, we've seen what? I don't know, a half a dozen Trandoshans? If not more. Yeah. If not more. It's like they're oh they're God. hanging out everywhere, man. Oh, it's like this whole city's Trandoshan? What's going on? What, what did they take over, Tatooine? What the heck happened here? Right. So if right. we don't so. see freaking Bosk, I am going to be pissed. <laughs> Here's what I will say about it. They look great. Yeah, they Every do. Every single one of them in that city looked great. Which is another reason I want Bosk. <laughs> right. Maybe and and it's Bosk to help him fight. Oh, 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 I don't want to say anything. I'll say it later. And Sorry. and when did Transoceans learn English? <laughs> or well, I'm sorry, not English, basic, because they speak basic. Right, they call it basic. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, that's my little rant. <laughs> sorry. Right. No, that's okay. So then they go to see the mayor, and then you know, of course, you got the guy at the desk. Uh, do you have an appointment? And I was like, <laughs> first of all, I was like, first time I watched it. Oh, okay, that's kind of funny. The second time I was like. Yeah, move along. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw him, and I thought, Joe Dirt. <laughs> Dude, could you get any bigger of a mullet? <laughs> I think you had. I think he had a bigger mullet than I did when, in the 80s. <laughs> and I got a picture of that. <laughs> ah, shut up. We're not posting it. And Roger, if you're listening and you post it, I will take it off. <laughs> just so saying because he would do that to me he probably would <laughs> oh he would what's what's the name of the guy who went to go see it uh the representative of the mayor um we saw him in the first episode and he was a little uh first i thought he was kind of overacting oh the twilight and the I, the one that came to boba and was yeah. expecting the First, tribute from Boba. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, aren't, aren't I the crime lord? <laughs> right. And I thought, you know, first I thought he was overacting the role. But then when I saw him this time, I'm like, no, he's just doing really well playing a good weasel character. Yeah. I, I I didn't think he was overacting. I mean, okay, he's he's overacting, but he's not... It's not a missight as an actor. You know, it's not a... Uh, it's the character. Yeah, it's right. the character. Yeah. It really is the character. Um, it's like the character himself is overacting on purpose. And, right. and the reason I want to say that is... So they go into the... I'll explain that in a minute. So when they go in and, you know, here comes the here comes the, the Weasley assistant to the mayor. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm so sorry. He's indisposed. It's like, whatever. You know, it's so funny how they're trying to play off... Boba Fett as the crime lord kind of a thing. It's so interesting. I, I love how so, Boba Fett's like, yeah, just get out of my way. <laughs> right. And so he goes in and you see the mayor and that's that's an incredible scene. That whole scene was really good. And he's still like, why would I hire you know, the whole thing was, why would I hire an assassin? I thought, okay, either realistically the mayor didn't or the Weasley guy is the guy who hired them. So Saying well, that the mayor did it. I, I kind of think you're right on both accounts. I think he got the command from the mayor to go hire them. Okay. You know, because, okay. like, the big boss doesn't get his hands dirty. Uh, okay. Right? I like that. Right? All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's yeah. let's take this from a godfather ex- aspect. The godfather mm-hmm. himself isn't going to hire the killer. He's going to tell his right hand man, which is this guy. I, I'm sorry, I don't, I can't think of his name, the character's name, but <clears throat> the Weasley guy. He's going to tell him, go hire mm-hmm. this group. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then what's he do? He has one of his men shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? The that was great. Like, gives a little hand motion and pew pew. And then <laughs> here, here's your bounty for that. <laughs> Right. I, I think right. that was a backhanded compliment too. You yeah. know, like um you think you're a crime lord, but you're just a bounty hunter. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That, uh-huh. And you're a good bounty hunter, but you're not a crime lord. That I, I think that's what he was trying to say there. You know. So mm. here. Here's your little tribute. Yeah. <laughs> now go away. Now, now, let me offer you some advice as tribute. Right. <laughs> Running a family is not as easy as you think it is. It's not as easy as bounty hunting. 
Right. Oh, that's right. That's what he said. That's right. So we had a callback to the first episode when he said, when Boba Fett says, bounty hunting is not an easy occupation. I may have the the line a little bit wrong, but you get the point. Yeah. It's it's parallel. It rhymes. (laughs) Um, It's like, it's like poetry. It rhymes. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't got any George Lucas impersonations in in a few episodes, so you have it. So I'm, I'm yeah, making we're up for all it in now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's the dealio. So I, I, I kind of want to move along. So he says, "Hey, go talk. Go to um, go to Garza's in Garza's. Is that the name? It stinks being all. I should write all these names. Well, down try to get and that's like uh, he he has a name. I I don't remember Jabba." actually being called that but he has a title uh man daimyo 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 Daimyo. d-a-i-m-y-o because i have subtitles on because i had to like dime yeah i gotta start doing that yeah i gotta start doing that that's something that uh jason swank had suggested over at rfr that he, he goes pro tip watch it with the subtitles on. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And I still didn't do it. So next episode, next episode. Well, now thanks for sharing that insight with me. I did not know Jason said that. Yeah. Well, you know, if you listen to their show, you find these things out. <laughs> Again, time. Uh, I get it. They're great guys though. They are great guys. Okay. So he goes there and they're like, haven't you heard, you know, uh, you know, the the twins have re- reclaimed or they've claimed or whatever. They're reclaiming, you know, their cousin's spot. And I'm like, oh, great. Now, oh, okay. get the whole order. I got a question for you. What did you think yes. when he said the twins? I had no idea. Unfortunately, it was spoiled for me. Oh, really? Yeah. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, I get up at 4 a.m. And... I get up and the first thing I do is I looked at my phone and you know, you, you get the little indication that you get Facebook notifications. Oh, notifications. Right, right, right. So I clicked on it and I'm flipping through my notifications to get rid of the little indicator. And, uh, sure. Somebody, uh, I'm, I'm going to call them out too. In the RFR group, (laughs) post a picture, uh, they didn't post a picture of the twins themselves. But they post a uh, was it Matt Damon the you know the the picture of him uh, pointing at the the TV or whatever I think it's Matt Damon oh you're right and it, no and that's a uh, that's a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio oh yeah Leonardo DiCaprio um, yeah, I know what you mean Matt. yeah but and then there's there's it says uh, Jason Swank when when he when he sees there's huts and I was like oh crap. Right. So, so I knew there was going to be huts in it. So, yeah, when they said the twins, I wasn't a hundred percent sure because I mean, t- the twins are new. That's another new one because I don't think they were ever mentioned in canon before. Um, again, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. But um, yeah, I was like, uh, they must be talking about the huts. Uh, I got spoiled for me. Right. <laughs> Dang it. Well. Well, I, I did enjoy the aspect of here we now understand what a litter is. Oh, I did not see you come with your litter. Oh, I'm thinking cat litter. I deal with cats. Cat litter. What? You know, I, that was in the first episode. Well, they said they said that uh, they expect them to be carried in and everything. Right. That's true. So, you know, so we actually got to see it. Right. Now, yeah. all that interchange was fine. I, you know, the interchange with the with the huts, you know, the the twins or whatever, and seeing them carrying, you know, the guys or whatever, you know, that's fine. Whatever. That's that's fine. But, but this is where I gotta talk to you about this because I okay. knew you would know. I'm like, huh? That Wookie. Uh-huh. I've seen him before. And so I, I got who is that guy? What's the whole story with him? Kind of a thing because I was like, oh, dude, he looks awesome. Honestly, <laughs> I did not know who he was until this episode. Um, but he has he has been in Star Wars canon before. Um, well, he was in the Darth Vader series, wasn't he? Yeah, the comic series. Yes, yes, yes. He was comic series. Yes. He is a bounty hunter also, and man, he is badass looking. Holy oh, cow. I loved him. Um, yeah, I did too. I was like, wow, this guy is awesome looking. He, he uh-huh. y- Yeah, Chewie's got some 
some uh, competition for being the coolest Wookiee, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that because I love Chewie, but man, right? this guy looked awesome. And I don't know what his name is. I, I, right now, I'm really bad with the names. I apologize. But um, he was in the Darth Vader comic series. Darth Vader has hired him. And uh, apparently he was in a Dr. Afra, which I don't read Dr. Afra, So I had no clue of that. But apparently he's okay. been fairly prominent in the Dr. Afra series. So, okay. um, but what I really liked about that, that exchange and them introducing him was the look between him and Boba Fett. That mm-hmm. was awesome. Because mm-hmm. you know, you know, when in, in on Boba's original outfit, he has a Wookiee braid over his shoulder. There, there's a braid, and it, it, that is a Wookiee braid that he took from a Wookiee scalp from one of his bounties. So Boba has history with Wookiees, other than just the Wookiee. Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Um, so that look, I think it was a few things. I think it was, yeah, you're a competing bounty hunter and don't mess with me from both sides. <laughs> and yeah. two, it was just Boba going, you're a freaking Wookiee and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so... So there was a good tension there that I really liked. I'm like, ooh, this could turn into a great story. <laughs> could, yeah. I was just like, ooh, this could be an incredible battle. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. this is where I went back to say, I wonder if Bosk shows up as part of this whole, if there's a big fight sequence will be between bounty hunters. Ooh. That's what I was saying. Let me, you know, let me come back to that. And that's the so, point. So whose side would Bosk be on? I don't know. I don't even care whose side he is. I just want him. (laughs) Right. I don't care what side you put him on. I don't care if I don't care if the Huts hire him. I don't care if if Boba hires him. I don't care who hires. Just bring in freaking Bosk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now here's okay, so let's talk a little bit of lore here, which I thought was really interesting. Was the they say, hey, we're not going to, you know, bloodshed is bad for business. And then the huts start, you know, going away. And Fennec says this, you have to get permission to kill them. Yeah. And I thought, whoa, how interesting in this, this world, this underground, you know, the, the evil underground. Now, you know, Brenda brought that up to me when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. And I had one thinking, but I just watched Emergency Awesome, and he brought oh, something yeah. else up that I didn't think about. So, okay, what did he say? Well, well, first, when Brenda brought it up to me, and she goes, "I, I don't understand who would who would they need to get permission from?" And I right. said, "Well, the only thing I can think of is, you know, technically, in a way, uh, sorta." <laughs> Boba Fett's now part of the Hut clan because he's Daimyo or whatever uh, of uh, Mos Mos Eisley, Mos Espa. Mos Espa. Yeah, Mos Espa. 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 Anyway, so uh, um, I go, I guess technically in a way that kind of makes him part of the Hut clan, sort (laughs) of. So I would, and there's a Hut council. You know, that's been introduced in the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars cartoon series. There's a Hut Council. So I would think that he he would have meant that he had to get permission from the Hut Council in order to kill them. That was my thinking. Mm, okay. Um you know, kinda like okay. the, you, you you know, you're okay. you're within the you're within the Godfather family. You you Yeah. You, you gotta get permission within the family. You can't just kill somebody in the family. That was my right. thinking. Um, Emergency Awesome brought up something interesting that I didn't think of, though. They brought up the fact that the Huts control this area, and the Huts were watching the war between the Imperials and the Rebellion. And basically, the Huts were going to side with whoever won the war. So, since technically the Rebellion has won won the war, and we have the Alliance taken over, um... Technically, they're siding with the alliance, and 
he says that she's making the reference that he would have to get permission from the Alliance to kill the Huts. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting thinking. Um, I still lean towards the family side because this is all going along, you know, kind of with Godfather lore and stuff. And I, I still think it falls into the family. So it could be either way. <clears throat> so that's why that thought. got me pondering. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, boy. Yeah. My first inclination was the hut council. That was my first right. inclination. Yep. That was mine too. So I, I thought he had an interesting idea there. And I, you know, I think it's worth, like you said, pondering. Um, but I'm still siding with my original idea that, that she's saying he would get have to get permission from the Hut Council. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see as time goes by. As time goes on, right? Yeah. So um, here. So then um, there's that, and then we see him back in the back of the tank kind of a thing. And I do like how they're doing the flashbacks. I do like it. Now, um, this episode was a lot of the flashback. Um, yes. We got a whole lot of uh, Tuscan Raiders in this one, which I loved. I, mm-hmm. I thought was fantastic. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, um, what, was, what were you going to say about the Tuscan Raiders? Okay. So, full spoiler alert, uh, there's, the, there's the whole train hot. The, I see this. <clears throat> there, there are three parts to this to this whole, uh, how shall I say, the whole Tuscan Raider flashback. Okay. There's the part of learning to fight with a gaffy stick, the train robbery, and then, or the train heist, whatever, and then becoming becoming a member of the clan, that Tuscan clan. Yes. Yes. That part of the Tuscan clan, and I'm just jumping ahead real quick just to answer your question. We can come back to it. Um. The the scene where the scene where he has his stick and then you see in the background they show him and then there's there's that whole area where they are creating his gaffy stick with that stick, that tree branch. Right. That um our friend Paul Bateman posted stating that's Ralph McQuarrie concept art yeah. that they brought back. Yeah. That was cool too. That, that is awesome. So that's what I was referencing. I thought, how cool is that? That whole Easter egg where um, they're bringing back some of Ralph McQuarrie's uh, concept art. Now, I, I also found out that the Gaffy stick is actually modeled after a real weapon. Really? Yeah. Somebody posted this morning. That the the weapon that it's modeled after is called the I'm I'm gonna murder this but <laughs> okay. Totokia, um, which is also known as a pineapple club or a beaked battle hammer, um, and wow, it looks a lot. Let me let me f- see if I can uh, get you a picture. But um, okay, cool. Yeah, it looks a lot like the Gaffy stick. I, I was really impressed with this. You're not um, spreading misinformation, are you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, if I am, it's coming from Wikipedia, so they they um the, they we'll shared see. it. So so <laughs> if if anyone's spreading uh, misinformation, it's them. So I, I'll I'll put the. <laughs> um. Anyway, keep talking while I, while I find the. Picture. Yeah, sure. So um, let me go back in time, and because there's some other Easter eggs I want to talk about. So we, so the first section of this whole Tuscan Raider scene, we see him learning <clears throat> to use the gaffy stick, kind of doing a kata, you know, learning how to use it. And then, then they're fighting and stuff. That was a and, great, um, great scene too. Yes, great scene. And that is a woman. Remember how last we were like, I think that's a woman. You were right because it, it was a stunt woman who was doing it because she complimented everybody on on just her part and all that. Uh, well, I, I a, can't take credit for that. That was Jimmy Mack of RFR. He was the one that said it was a. Uh, he was the one that said it was a female. So yeah, I won't take credit yeah. for that one. But this is a great fight sequence. Oh dang it! Then at the end of that, we see the train. You know, here comes the train. In the train, you just kind of see some some guys in there. Which was a oh, huge callback to Solo, the Solo yeah. movie. 
I mean, because we was, had we had a train pre- heist in Solo, and they brought the Pikes back, and I do like the Pikes. The Pikes yes. are cool. Here, let me show you something yes. real quick. Uh, I found a I found the web page. Okay. Got uh, it. I found the okay. The, so there it is, and I don't know if I I don't know if I can Jordan zoom in Kia. on that. Uh, so there we go. We're looking at it, and there's the picture in a museum. I mean, and look wow. how close that that resembles the uh, gaffy stick. Sure does. Sure does. Go back to the Wikipedia. Say, do they say where that's from? And, Boy, that looks a whole lot like the Gaffy. And see, there's a there's some kind of warrior or something holding it too. Oh, Fijian. So Fiji. So it's from Fiji. So the the Fiji island or the island of Fiji. Excuse me. Pineapple Club because the spiked end looks like a pineapple. It sure does. Yep. yep. Isn't that cool? I, I really like that. It. Is I cool. Th- I thought that was neat. So. How so yeah, the gaffy stick is uh, is modeled after a real life weapon. George, cool. George Lucas and really I, pays attention to different cultures. I'll tell you that, <clears throat> right? Because he's the mm-hmm. one that came up with the gaffy stick. So, you know, or I'm assuming. I mean, I'm guessing he's the one that came up with it. Uh, <laughs> it's right. really hard so, yeah. to say, you know. Um, right. And Star Wars well, is his the... creation, so I, I'll give yep. the credit to him. Yeah. Well, it was great to see them do the whole fighting with it and everything. So, oh, not um, just the fighting, but we got the whole process of building the gaffy stick. Yes. That was cool. It that was, was cool. Very cool. And 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 now it's 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 now canon, canon that the gecko lizard, the gecko lizard <laughs> is now in Star Wars, which I I had no idea. That the Geico <laughs> Lizard, and not only is, is he canon in Star Wars, but he's a freaking drug. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's a guide. He's a guide, not a drug. That yeah, whatever. That was he that spice in the face, and then, you know. Yeah, whatever. That was an entire scene right out of the Doors movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that whole scene in the Doors. Jim Morrison went out in the, into into the the desert and he got totally stoned and that was that was the doors i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) they should have been playing this is the end (laughs) (laughs) or break on through to the other side or whatever anyway break on through the other side be good yes (laughs) yeah break on through the other side that probably would have been a good one but yeah all right so uh well let me go back because we're kind of going kind of walking through things so sorry i had to get my jokes in (laughs) i know it's all good so we see the uh we see the train come through and then just shooting at the tuscan raiders and so you know and then they lose some you know there's i mean there's some stakes here there yeah some are getting killed and stuff and so of course it you know it makes boba fett very angry and you wouldn't like him when he's angry. And he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna um I'm gonna take care of them. And what's interesting is he sees he sees those guys on the bikes later on, the on the speeder bikes. He sees those guys and recognizes them from the ones that attack the moisture farm. Right. Now, okay, before we go on to that, I, I wanna say when when the train comes through and the Tuscan Raiders uh they start. I, I don't. I don't know if you can really say they attack the train or the tra- train attacks them. It's kind of hard to really figure out what that was. What exactly? Right. Yeah. Who shot first? <laughs> good, good analogy there. Anyway, um, but my right. first, my first thinking, all I could picture were the Tuscan Raiders on the track uh, in Episode One, shooting at the the. Uh, uh, at the pod racing. At the pod racing. You know, that's all right. I could think of. I was like, okay, well, I guess now we are go- heading into territory that they're marauders, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we, as as that scene goes on, we find out that, no, they're not really the marauders. They're, they're really protecting their area. They're protecting yes. their claim. So and I thought that was great. That was great. Oh, I did too. I mean, it was great. this whole episode gave you a total different look at the Tuscan Raiders and, mm-hmm. and the fact that we learn there are different tribes and some mm-hmm. tribes are nothing but murderers, 
which is what I think and we, murderers and marauders, right? And all that, yeah. which is what I think we see in in A New Hope. You know, that's that's what that's what uh, Luke and and uh, Obi Wan come across. And and I got a feeling most of the people at Tatooine probably look at the Sand People or the Tusken Raiders in that light. They don't see this aspect of the Tusken Raiders. So there are different tribes who act differently. And I, I really liked that. I thought it was interesting lore on the Tusken Raiders that we never got. Um, Agreed. Agreed. And I'm, I'm hoping we can get a previous guest back who has written the Tusken Raiders. Cause I would absolutely love to get his take on these and see what he thinks of it. I got a feeling he's going to love it too, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway. Yep. So, um, let's, let's talk about the train high scene because you, you brought something. Well, no, 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 no yet. Not yet. I'm sorry. Because if we're going, how does he get the speeder bikes for the, yes. Yes. Cause that is a, that is a scene that, uh, calls back to a cut scene from Star Wars: A New Hope, um, which yeah, is I funny. You would know about this. Yes, well, you hear this. Y- you should know this too, because uh, this ties back to you and I. <laughs> Do you remember years and years ago? I'm going to tell a story uh, about when Steve and I were much younger, um, and much more younger. Y- yes, much more younger. <laughs> um, and uh, there was a special uh, CD-ROM that came out that had cut scenes from Star Wars A New Hope that at that time were never before seen or very rarely seen, if that. And uh, we went to Best Buy, and I think you and I split the price of it, and uh, I copied the disc and gave you a copy of it. (laughs) Oh. I think I still actually have the disc somewhere. If I look for it, I'll bet I could find it. Probably. Um, I've probably got it some box stored away, not realizing what it is. <laughs> that has the deleted scene of Luke. But I was going to go into Tashi Station and pick up some power converters. You can waste time with your friends later. Right. Okay, right. so that is that is the cut scene where he goes to Tashi Station and we meet his friends Fixer and Cammy. And, uh, I mean, it looked identical. When Boba Fett walks in, the door looks identical. Everything looks identical to that scene. And mm-hmm. apparently, we actually get Fixer and Cammy in this scene. So, they are officially canon, which is okay. pretty darn cool. Okay. So, yeah, that scene so has ties back that? to you and I. <laughs> yeah. So, are we saying that that scene then therefore makes the deleted scene canon? I would guess so. I mean... Okay. I mean, they, they now exist in the Star Wars universe officially, so um, they, they, may have right. been, they may have been in some of the comic books and stuff like that, too. I, I don't know. I, yep. I think the, the uh, radio drama, I have, I have a copy of that somewhere. Uh, I think they're in the radio drama too, but I don't know if the radio drama is considered canon or not. They're you know? in the comic book. Are they in the? From comic? my understanding, they're in the comic book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but no, so, I th- I thought that was a cool. great callback. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So we go to Tashi Station, and we get to see Tashi Station, and we get to see some awesome fighting from. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah! Oh yeah! And he's oh, using he's using the the uh, gaffy stick, and he's just knocking yeah. the crap he's out of them. Practice gaffy stick. Well, that first held up better than the gun. That right. He had. <laughs> well, you know, guns aren't meant to hit people over the head with, <laughs> <laughs> especially long guns. <laughs> well, I thought it brought great realism to the fight. Yeah. Oh, I like, did too. He broke his gun. You know. <laughs> Well, it just gives you it gives them the opportunity to show him being a total badass with the gaffy stick and and I absolutely yes. love it. It's so cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. And uh yeah, and the only the other time we got to see that was Mandalorian, which was with the gaffy stick that yes. he had made that we see at the end. Right. I was like, "Oh, I don't want to." <laughs> and I love that look he gets is just as he's about to bash him in the head. He, 
Yeah. <laughs> that intense yeah. look. It's like the intensity. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Love it. Yep. So, uh, so then he gets the speeder bikes and then we get the, he takes them back. We get the little montage, the training montage of <laughs> him teaching the Tuskins, but they learn. And, and so, which is really cool. But it was hilarious because at first they were going to rip those b- bikes apart and he's like, no, <laughs> wait, wait. I loved how he said, these are mine. Mine. Like, no, you just said they were a gift. <laughs> I thought that too, but I think he was just trying to establish, do not tear these up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. These have a purpose. Right. So, yeah. So then we get the train heist and we get to see, which was just phenomenal. Yeah. The action was great. That whole sequence. But you're right. We got the pikes. I'm like, the whole time at the beginning, I'm like, boy, they look familiar. Why do they yep. look so familiar? And I'm like, oh, that's the pikes. Yep. And they're running what? spice. Which right. is fantastic. So, so in this instance, we get the introduction yet of another syndicate, the Pike yeah. Syndicate. Yep. Another, under, you know, again. Well, you can't say it's the introduction program. because they were introduced in the solo movie. So they were. I, yeah. I just meant to the show. Yeah. Um, and and what I love about it is this whole criminal underworld is starting to, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're, we're getting, you know, we're creating this lore. We're creating this, you know, world building of, of, of the criminal underworld of the star Wars universe. And I love it. Oh, and I, I love it. Love it. Love it. I loved how Boba Fett was like, look, you're coming across their land. If you want to come across, you got to pay. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. And the Pikes were like, yeah, okay, whatever, which is cool because, you know, the Pikes seem to be very dominant in the the solo film. You know, it it, it seemed like nothing could stop the Pikes. Yeah, well, they were scared to death of Boba Fett. (laughs) That they were. That they were. I loved it. I loved it. And we got to see them without their helmets because I don't think we saw them without their helmets in solo. Not that I remember. Might have to go back and rewatch Solo and and see if we've seen that, but because right. I, I was like, oh, they look kind of cool without their helmets. Yeah, that's neat. I like that. Yeah, yep. It was great. That was just a fantastic scene of. It was just a great action sequence. Uh, you know, train heists are always fun. You know, it's yes. like the old cowboys. You know, the you know the you know taking over the train and all that kind of stuff. And, Did you see what but, John Keller posted when I, when I posted the episode? Uh, oh no. Uh, wh- John, John Keller posted, uh, or I, I made a comment about the episode. I don't remember exactly what I said, but John Keller made the comment that, uh, I never thought, I, I never realized that I needed more train heists in star Wars until now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did see that. I forgot. It was about great. It. That's right. It was a good comment. It was a great comment. Yep. Yeah. I just loved every minute of it. I thought it was great uh, to see the Tuscan Raiders and, you know, attacking the train and, you know, and here they are. We thought they were just uncivilized raiders, you know, kind of a thing. Well, guess what? <laughs> I, I killed them all. The women and children, even. They're animals. I hate them. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't do a good Anakin voice. Sorry. That's all right. So it was, um, I, I, um, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, that whole sequence. It really did. You know, I, I mean, goodness, how many train heists have I seen? You know, you know, 310 to Yuma. I've, I've seen, um, there's a train heist in, in Firefly show. Um, there's, uh, you know, we got to see Solo with, there's, uh, uh, there's tons of train high sequences at Lone Ranger. You oh know, yeah, the Lone Ranger movie. There was one. Um, so I, it, it, this one was really enjoyable. It was an enjoyable, you know, one where either latching on and then seeing one jump to another speeder, and and uh, it was just epic. It was a lot of fun. very very yeah. western, you know. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. Clint East, Eastwoody. Western type. Uh, I love thing. space westerns. Yeah, I love I space westerns, and that's exactly what this was. The whole thing is a right. big space western, and I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. How many times have I said that? Every time I say that, everybody take a drink. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Holy cow! <laughs> love it. 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 <laughs> I would have. I would have had a, an entire bottle of tequila gone by then. 
<laughs> All right. So then um, he comes back, and um, the head of the the head of the Tuscan clan there, you know, says, "I have a gift for you," and that's where we see Geico Lizard do his thing <laughs> along with the spice. He throws spice in his face, and then. He has the Geico lizard. Oh, my dogs are going to start barking. You could save 20% uh, by switching now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I, wish somebody, your, I wish somebody would have said that. Right. How's your, how's your insurance on these uh, speeder bikes? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I can get you good rates. <laughs> right. Never, never in my life did I think that I was going to get the Geico lizard in Star Wars. Not, never. In Star Wars, right. Yeah. And then he crawls up Boba Fett's nose. Right. That was so weird. That was the yeah. weirdest thing ever. It was like, ooh. And I, and I loved how, you know, he has his trip, you know, whoa, you know, kind of a thing. And, you know, a lot of illustrations. And I'm sure there's a whole lot of, not Easter egg moments, but. I guess it's like licking the frog. You, 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 or toad or whatever that there's some some people say that you get high off of licking toads or some I don't know anyway yeah I'm not doing that <laughs> oh, I didn't say to do it I'm not doing it either of course I'm not gonna suck a lizard up my nose either for that matter right oh my goodness right Ugh. so um so he comes back with a stick and then. Then the clan leader opens up the little the little box again, and as soon as he as soon as he got the the branch or whatever, I knew right away. I go, that's going to become his his gaffy stick. I knew it right then. I'm like, that's his gaffy stick. This is his trip to get his gaffy stick, and it's got to be mm-hmm. his gaffy stick. And then yeah. then we see the process of building the gaffy stick, which I. I thought it was incredible. I loved it. You know, yeah. Uh, that that was well, another thing. The, that was another thing in Star Wars. I never thought I'd get. Uh, that was oh, just oh, the making of a gaffy. Stick? Yeah, yeah. That was so yeah. cool. I'm sorry, I tread over you. No, that's okay. I, I was just saying one of the cool things from the culturalistic speaking for the Tuscans, you get to see him in those robes. Yes, put him in the Tuscan garb. I assume Tuscan garb because that's what we see him in. Yep, in Mandalorian, right? Yes. Yes. That was the same outfit, right? Yep, exactly. That's what I thought. I think it looked and a little so, more worn in Mandalorian because there had been some time between. Uh, right. Yeah. Right, right. So, uh, yeah. So then we get to see that. Then we get to see him make his gaffy stick, as you said, which was just, ah, oh, just great. Do you know how many action happy. figures I want out of this series? <laughs> <laughs> I want... I want a Boba Fett in Tusken Raider garb. I want a Boba Fett in just Boba Fett with his new costume with the black pants and the, the kind of kilty looking thing. Um, I want that. I want a Fennec Shand. I, yeah, there's so many action figures I want out of this series. Come on. Right. Uh, Kenner or Kenner. <laughs> Kenner's gone. Hasbro. Hasbro, get to work. <laughs> Right. <laughs> why aren't they out? Why why can't I go to Walmart or Target and get them right now? <laughs> the heck is wrong with them? Jeez. That's because they don't release them early anymore. Because it's all No, that's because they never make it to the freaking store. Uh, oh, that's true. I'm going to go off on <laughs> supply issues and these these long before the supply issues we're having now. Hasbro sucks. Hashtag #hasbro sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Disney gives the license no. to somebody else. Sorry, <laughs> right? That's all right. We can move on. So now. then, um, so then after that, we have um, we get this really cool um ceremony around the fire. Yes, and where they do the kata form all together, and I, that was just fabulous to end off of. Yeah, I agree. I, I really like that. I mean, it, it showed. You know, it showed them almost uh, in the light of an American Indian, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, and, and I loved how their, to me, it looked like their dance, you know, around the fire pretty much mimicked their fighting style. You know, I thought uh, that was pretty cool. Um, right. 
Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I I love this episode. Yeah, um, and we fabulous. we got more callbacks to episode two. We saw flashbacks again, um, which was cool. Uh, and, and so and we also we also learned that there was water on Tatooine at one time. Yes, right. The lore mm-hmm. of the of Tatooine. Yes, right. That's something that I had never heard in in Star Wars lore before. That Tatooine actually had water on it, so I, I guess that is another callback to Dune, because you know the the sand planet on Dune had at one time had water on it also, even right? Though, even though I didn't like that movie, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> oh god, Star Wars is better. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of influences all together, you know, that we agreed. Now, so agreed. So absolutely, yes. I don't. I don't th- th- think there's anything wrong with them taking influence from from Dune. They're just taking uh, pieces from Dune and making it better. <laughs> <laughs> making it much more better. Yes. Because. <laughs> Dune makes me go to sleep. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. So yeah, I I thought it was a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed it, and um, I'll definitely watch it again because it's it's just great. It's just a it's it's probably probably so far probably one of my best episodes of the Disney Plus Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I, I think it would go right up there. Um, it still doesn't top uh, Luke Skywalker uh, coming in at the at the end of Mandalorian season two. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's man, that's the height. That's the height. And then we get the Boba Fett moment after that. And um, but right. if anything clo- comes close to it, this this comes close. It comes very close. It does. It does. It's it's hard to top that Luke Skywalker moment and then the Boba Fett following it. That's man, right. Jeez, that's hard to top. (laughs) So true, so true. All right, well, uh, with that, we will wrap it up. Nicely done, nicely done. Great episode. Any other final thoughts that you have about this episode, though? Just that Boba Fett rocks, and I can't wait for episode three. I know. I was like, man, if, you know, just like we talked about with Hawkeye, each episode got better than the one before. Yes, I think we're moving in that direction with this. I think so. So we'll see. Each episode is, is good. So I, I'm looking forward to next week, next Wednesday uh, as well. So, all right, man. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, real quick, uh, make sure for more information about uh, about the show and how to connect with us and all our main hub is 2geeksmike.com, 2-G-E-E-K-S-M-I-C.com, 2geeksmike.com. That's where you can find all to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, our Twitch page, as well as our Ko-fi page, uh, ko-fi.com slash 2geeks. Uh, if you want to help support us and what we're doing we'd greatly appreciate it you can buy us a coffee uh, as, as we call it a coffee on Kofi uh, for as little as three bucks and um, that just helps us pay for just being able to stream and our podcast hosting and all that kind of stuff that's all so um, anyway yeah I'm excited also next week everybody next week next is week. our one year anniversary special episode January 15th um, did we decide so on please- a time <laughs> We have not decided on time, but we will post on okay. our uh, all our social media what uh, when that's going to be. Um, we've got to work that out, and uh, I'm pretty excited for it because Mike, you did a great job of connecting with some of our previous guests, and they all have special words for us. Yeah, it'll be so, fun to watch all those. We'll we'll get to see all those next week. Um, we'll yep. we'll kind of go back and reminisce on on some of our episodes over the past year. We, we'll, I think we'll talk about how we got started, and you know, uh, it'll be a fun episode. We hopefully you can, you guys can join us uh, again. We'll be streaming live on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, so you can join us on any of those spots. And then, of course, as always, our audio version will be released on Fridays, as as we yep. always do. So. Woo. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you. Thanks, man, for a great show. This was a good one. Uh, I do, again, apologize for all the technical difficulties. That's my bad. On something on my end. It, it happens. It, you know, 
You're gracious. Thank you. So, all right. Well, I am uh, signing off, Mike. It's up to you now to finish this out. Well, with that said, over and out, and I lost my soundboard. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's just one of those days. (laughs) Well, it went behind Restream. All right, let's try this again. Over and out, and may the force be with you. Where's my outro? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 